Hello, and thank you for joining us in our first podcast of 2023. I'm Captain Bradley Hargis with the Salvation Army of Fort Smith, and we're going to be kicking off this new year with a series talking about getting into step with all the things the Bible tells us to walk in. We're encouraged to walk in obedience, wisdom, love, and light. What does it mean to live those things out? And how do we come to grips with the ideas to make them something that we just don't have to do, but want to do? In this first week, we're going to be talking about obedience, and we're going to be looking directly at Psalm 128, verses 1 through 6. And we're going to be reading this from the message paraphrase, and this is what it says. All you who fear God, how blessed you are. How happily you walk in his smooth, straight road. You worked hard and deserve all you've got coming. Enjoy the blessing. Soak in the goodness. Your wife will bear children as a vine bears grapes. Your household lush will be a vineyard. The children around your table will be as fresh and as promising as young olive shoots. Stand in awe of God's yes. Oh, and how he blesses the one who fears God. Enjoy the good life in Jerusalem every day of your life, and enjoy your grandchildren. Peace to Israel. Now, I know that's a really encouraging and great psalm. I think the big idea of it really covers what does it mean to walk in obedience and what does that actually look like in a family? So what's the big deal with Psalm 128 as we start off this new year? Psalm 128 is titled, A Song of Ascents. It is one of the 15 songs sung by Israelite travelers on their way to Jerusalem, usually for one of the three yearly feasts, such as Passover, Pentecost, and also Tabernacles. Like Psalm 127, it has a focus on God's Word in and through the family. But can you picture this being sung by weary trekkers on their way to the holy city? It is a great song of great promise. Now, I'm a lover of music, specifically jazz and rock. I bet we could make this into something like an ultimate rock ballad. A nice journey or Pink Floyd version would actually be pretty stellar. Well, maybe not, but this is a song of full, holy potential. It's to say if you respect the Lord and work hard living out your calling, you can enjoy some of the blessings like loaded posterity or an explosive and bountiful harvest or many, many grandchildren. I mean, who would not want those things? I want you to think of a time maybe where your, your hard work really paid off huge dividends. I know for me, I was seven years old, I was thinking, I really have to have a fishing pole. I went and asked my dad if he would get one for me and he responded in a way that a lot of parents do. Hey, that, that's a great idea, but you know, you really need to work for something like that. And so me and my brother in the entrepreneurial spirit actually founded kind of a lawn care business, me being the CEO of this lawn care business at seven years old, running around the neighborhood trying to mow lawns so that I could buy my first Abu Garcia spinning rod and reel and becoming the bass master of the lake. I was so excited, it was gonna be great. And actually, all that hard work did pay off. At the end of the summer, I was able to go to Wally World and actually pick my fishing pole off one of the shelves, and it felt so great. I can think later in life, after I got married, me and my wife really wanted to go on a cruise. And we actually saved and saved and saved until we actually could go, and it felt so great that 
after we had spent so many months of dedicated saving that we actually could go enjoy what we had saved for. The reality is hard work is always something um, that, while difficult, does pay off. But hard work and fear that it's talking about here of the Lord can take us really far. But that's not the full picture of what Psalm 128 is talking about. This psalm proclaims that we should be in awe of God's holiness and that this will lead us to a fruitful and holy life. In fact, a life that looks like Christ. Holiness quite literally means Christ in me. So how do we fear the Lord as verse 1 proclaims? As we are serving, praying, working, you fill in the blank here, we can recognize that God is not a lucky charm, He's not a vending machine, He's not a cosmic ruler obsessed with the happiness of humans, but God is holy. As we seek God, we are seeking the one whose words separated light from darkness or created the heavens and the earth. He even created animals and humans. We're seeking a God who makes mountains quake, pillars of fire and cloud appear, and seas to part in a moment. While the Old Testament paints many awe-inspiring and even terrifying images of a holy God, we can also see a God manifested in the person of Jesus. This is a God who gives up glory to hang out with humans. This is a God who prefers the company of tax collectors and outcasts and lepers over the spiritually elite. This is just the beginning to fearing God. This is the God of Israel who they wouldn't even speak his name. Unfortunately, I feel today's culture is so far away from this. In a world where instant gratification and self-image are the ruling majority, how do we feel the Lord so that we can experience blessings instead of unintended consequences caused by sin or selfishness. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not saying that when you follow God that it will only bring blessings. Jesus warns us in the New Testament against this and actually says all disciples that follow him have to count the cost in order to follow him. Following after God's holiness will all cost us something. In order to gain our life, we must lose it. So where do we struggle with this the most? In 10 years of ministry, I think I have noticed that the biggest issue here is really with scripture reading. And it's also one that I'm, if I'm honest, have been guilty of too. In order to fear God, we have to spend time in His Word. We have to spend time in prayer. We have to spend time in Christian community. Many I talk to about this have the same seemingly pre-programmed answer and response. It's the classic line, I'm too busy. I have even said these words from time to time, but the reality is all of us have the exact same amount of time. Each of us has 24 hours in a day, 365 days in a year, which equates to 525,600 minutes. Just to break this down, listen to this. Did you know that it takes more time to read through Lord of the Rings, the Harry Potter series, and the Twilight Saga than all 66 combined books of the Bible? On average, it takes 57 hours to read through the entire Old and New Testaments. It takes 79 hours to read through the Harry Potter series, 35 hours to read through the Lord of the Rings, and 43 hours to read through Twilight. So why don't we read through the Bible more than these popular books? 
Did you know that in 2022, the average American consumed between one and four hours of content a day? This is a collection of streaming services and social media predominantly. So why do I bring this up whenever we're talking about a song that they sang on their way to Jerusalem? Because it's tough for us to understand and fear the Lord if there are so many other voices speaking to us. I fear the voices of Yellowstone, politics, social media feeds are louder than God's voice. So how can we correct this in the new year? Well, one easy way is by simply cutting your TV or streaming time in half. And you actually, if you did that, could completely read the Bible this year. I understand that the Bible is more difficult to read than most books, if we're honest. It is one, ancient Eastern literature. Two, it is often at odds with popular culture and Western American practices. And three, it's not just another book. It's the inspired and holy word of God. And we have to wrestle with all of those things when we confront it. Could it be that in order to better serve God this year, we could simply spend more time in his word? I think this is a great start. Could we make the commitment to simply read the Bible 30 minutes a day? If we pour ourselves into the scripture, we could have those experiences, those things mentioned, found in Psalm 128. Things like blessed children and grandchildren and happy spouses and bountiful harvest and fruitful ministries. In 2023, the key to walking in obedience is listening to God's voice. His voice is found within the pages of his word. So dig in this year and get involved in Christian community. Seek him out in prayer. Read his word. You won't be disappointed. If you're looking for a new church home, consider joining a new worship community or even joining our community at the Salvation Army. Also, if you'd like to know more about us, check us out on SalvationArmyFS.org or also go visit our Facebook page over at Sal Army Fort Smith. And also, did you know that the mission of the Salvation Army is to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and to meet human needs in his name without discrimination? Come check us out sometime. We'd love to visit with you. Again, thank you for joining us on our first episode of the new year as we really dig into obedience. And I do know that as we kind of confront this issue of reading God's word, carving out time, uh, aiming to actually um, have a more uh, fruitful and holy year, uh, I pray that the words of this podcast and also the words of Psalm 128 verses 1 through 6 actually encourage you. Because it's really, really cool what happens when we do that. And I really think that is found in verse 2 of Psalm 128, which says, You worked hard and deserve all you've got coming. Enjoy the blessing and soak in the goodness. May you experience the blessings of the Lord today. We'll see you next week.